Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings, welcome on board. Double to KOK's live telephone talk show. Gosh, you on... must have spent a fortune on those headphones. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh boy, they, they are fancy. Toy boat, toy boat. Oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> Why don't you practice warming up, you know, like foul, foul, throw in the towel from that commercial. What to do to die today at a minute or two to do. The thing distinctly hard to how say, about, but hard to still to do. How about Betty Butter bought some butter, but she said this butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it'll make my batter bitter. So she bought a bit of butter, better than the bitter butter, and she put it in her batter, and it made her batter better. The dragon will come when he hears the drum at a minute or two to two today. The dragon will come when he hears the drum at a minute or two to two. All right, it's your turn, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> We're, oh, hold on. Hello, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That works. If that's all you generally that, say. If that's all you got, buddy, we'll take it. Give me time to think about something else. You know, Rob, I'm a terrible listener. One of our listeners says, I miss the sports with Rob Center. How'd the Flyers do? Uh, they won 4-2 in their last game of the season. Oh, and that's their last, last, last. That's it, huh? Yep, they did not make the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. Holy smokes. That's pretty embarrassing in hockey if you can't make the playoffs. All right. Thank you so much. Well, I do like your headphones. They look enormously expensive. Uh, no. They're obviously um, paying you too much here. <laughs> but this is wood. It's weird. Really? Yeah, they're, they're light, but they have wood on them. So, yeah, these are nice. These are the new ones. These have been approved by my lovely bride. So Have they? <laughs> yes. Endorsed by her. Yes. All right. So welcome on board, everybody. It is WKOK's live telephone talk show. Make me feel cheap over here with my old Sonys. On the, on the mark. Uh, well, if the shoe fits, you know. I'll have to go get a better All pair right. of headphones. 1-800-795-9565. Not just random digits. Uh, that is the toll-free line. 1-800-795-9565. You cannot text us at 70236. Trouble is that we have a new platform, and until I go to the training, they won't let us look at our text. So uh, we don't allow text messages today. Well, we'll allow it. Do you think you might be taking this training just out of utter curiosity for all of our texting fans? Looks like tomorrow morning. Apparently, Before or after the program? <laughs> after. Apparently, Stan broke it. He overwhelmed it with text the other day, and it melted down. So, so the we, old platform won't work? No. It no. doesn't do anything. It just shows zero text, which is a falsehood, because I've sent So what happens when tests. we get it? We're going to have three days' worth of text build up that come roaring in? Mm, I don't know. I would think so. Sure, yeah. Every th- well, plus there were some left in the box from Friday, so I'm assuming they'll be there, too. So, All right. So do not text us at 70236, but do Email us at onthemarkatwkok.com, and you can call us, of course, toll-free, 1-800-795-9565. We spent the better part of yesterday talking about important uh, topics, and we can pick that up today. We can talk about the demotion of Liz Cheney, if you so choose. That's, uh, I believe, scheduled for a secret vote tomorrow. And let's see. Oh, there's a gutless move. Right. Oh, isn't that something? Right. That's right. And, and well, a lot of people have expressed that. And fortunately, some Republicans have come to her uh, 
her benefit and said that they think... Her defense, perhaps? Right, her defense. Thank you. You're welcome. And said that they really feel as though this is uh, rather onerous and she's a good conservative and that just because she's not in perfect lockstep with the head of the Republican Party, she shouldn't be demoted. I think she should be demoted because I think if you have a party, you have to have everybody on the same page. You don't have to be mindless. You can talk about important topics. That is mindless. No, it's mindful. It's typical left-wing stuff. We all got to think the same. We all have to believe the same things. We all have to, if we find a black conservative, he must be bad. He must be Uncle Tim. the Republicans we're talking about. It's not left-thinking. It's what your party's about to do. You're the only one in the party that wants to keep her. No, I'm not. There are other Republicans. I heard a Republican congressman this morning come to her defense. Mm -hmm. Who was uh, on Face the Nation Sunday? He he did a fabulous job defending her. I think she should be defended. You know, the thing is, I hope the Republican Party is going to be around a lot longer than Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. And to pin everything on Donald J. Trump, I think, is a big mistake. Not that he well, didn't do a good job. I think as a president, he did a good job as a president, but not as a person as a president. Has there ever been a, a party of either Republican or Democrat or anybody else who pinned all of their hopes on a fallen leader who was uh, the probably most controversial when in office and then mm-hmm. lost, and then still they said, hey, he's our great white hope? Well, the last time I can recall that was Adlai Stevenson, who ran against Dwight Eisenhower twice. He had no no real chance, but the Democrats pinned their hopes on him. And did uh, George H. W. Bush, after he lost to uh, Bill Clinton, did they say to him, "Oh my gosh, we have to go visit him, you know, demonstrate our fealty"? And no. make and they no. kind of let him go into the woods by himself. Right, 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 right. And when Jimmy Carter lost, did the, did the Democrats chase after him and say, look, we're going to raise you up as the great white hope four uh, years Well, considering now. how badly he lost, they weren't <laughs> in any rush to get him back up, prop him up, and put him back out in front of the team. Anybody else have just one term? Sure. Right? A couple uh, of lately. presidents have. Uh, well, no, but Bush and Carter were the only two recently, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there are more earlier in the year. And there was even one divided term as president. Grover Cleveland served as president, was uh, not nominated, no, defeated, I guess, or not nominated the second time. Then he won again four years after that. Okay, so he had a split term, split right. terms. Uh, back in the early 1900s, there were a couple of presidents, late 1800s, early 1900s, who were one term. So, Well, I'll tell you what, there is a sliver of the Republican Party that is still you know, stuck the steal. The election got stolen. Donald Trump doesn't lie. He's uh, still our great white hope. Hopefully he's coming back in 2024. And uh, I hope his policies come back minus him. Well, and I think uh, you can do that. Uh, that's, that's fine. The more you do that, really, the better it is for Democrats or anybody else, for that matter. The more you pin your hopes on him, the more obscure he becomes, and uh, no, he'll continue. The Republicans have a lot of, a lot of uh, strong bullpen, I think, people who would make oh, good absolutely. presidents. Other, oh, absolutely. I agree 100 percent, other than Donald Trump. Yeah, super. Yeah, I think uh, I would assume, uh, I'm, I'm not going to, yeah, that's not always good, but I, I would presume that our next president will be a Republican because the Democrats aren't addressing the critical issues that are happening and they're overspending ridiculously. Even even the tax and spend Democrats are like, wow, holy smokes, this is too much. And of course, not addressing the crisis at I the think border. What, what's interesting is I heard an economist say, and I, I hadn't heard this before, and I assume it's true. He said that they have now put more money back into the economy in stimulus packages by far than was taken out of the economy by the pandemic. 
and that his opinion was that was going to superheat the economy and lead to inflation. And I well, believe he's correct. Well, yeah, I wouldn't. Th- I, would, I would think that that's all probably already happening. But the Democrats, I'm sorry, the, the Washington Democrats, and I know many fine conservative Democrats or moderate Democrats who don't agree with this kind of spending. Uh, and I know some responsible Republicans who would, you know, spend more but not insane amounts of money to try and achieve a result. But the thing is, the economy right now is underperforming in jobs, and they, and Biden can't admit, he just can't admit that these benefits are keeping people away from working. Are and he, even yesterday he said, well, we just don't see anything about that. Well, can you, well, that's funny, over the weekend, you and I listened to, well, I listened to it, you watched it face the nation when Gina Orlando said that uh, this is contributing at least to part of the I mean, having these jobless benefits continue is con- is contributing at least a little bit. Now, she had a hundred other reasons ready. Well, I mean, President Biden said this is a lifeline to many people, and he may be right. <laughs> it may well be a lifeline to quite a few people. Collectively, many. And then he made it sound like he invented this policy. Uh, he said, we are going to make sure that everyone who uh, turns down a legitimate job offer uh, does not collect unemployment benefits. Well, that's been the rule forever. But I mean, isn't there a me. waiver of that right now? No, there's no waiver of that. You do not have to accept jobs if you're fear, well, the th- the thing fearful is, of the job work side. Pro- I think the term he used was an appropriate job. I think that's what he used. Now, what can keep you from taking an appropriate job? <laughs> well, if you can't find daycare for your children because their schools are closed, which is another thing the Biden administration has fostered, closing yeah, the schools. Yeah, but no schools are closed anymore. Yes, they are. Where? California, New York. Wake up, buddy. What Smell percentage over. of the nation has closed schools? We went over that the other day. It was 48%. No, no, it's not that Or 52% were closed. No. Or not open for full instruction. No. Yes. No. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, we're stuck now. But, I mean, (laughs) let's face it. The president has got to stop just blindly marching down the liberal wish list and start doing what he said he was going to do, which is govern from the center. If he did that, he would probably go down in history as a pretty darn good president. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We got one caller coming in, and one just sent us an email. We won't preview it. We're just going to read it right as it is. Okay, well, that's <laughs> you're leaving that to me. Morning, guys. A couple of days ago, I was listening, and someone mentioned about Cheney being removed and that she shouldn't be. Well, There's the Republican Party, there's the Democratic Party, and there's the Independent Party. Actually, I don't think the independents are a party. Common sense tells you what you should be backing in each party. She should go there, and all her constituents should go there with her. That's why we have the independent party. Thank you. Oh, so she could, should become independent. Well, they're not asking her to not be a Republican, and they're not kicking her out of the party. They're just kicking her out of leadership, and that is a co- cohesive tip of the spear where everybody yeah. has to be flying in the same direction, and Heaven she forfend, isn't. Heaven we'd have differences of opinion and legitimate discussions and the leadership. Oh, that's all. Well, she can have those. I think the Republicans have really hit on something here. No, but she continues to say that Donald Trump didn't legitimately win the election and that Joe Biden is legitimate winner and that there wasn't a significant and widespread fraud and that uh, Donald Trump continues to lie and will never get reelected. No, she doesn't say that. You cannot <laughs> be the head of the party or a member of the party leadership if you say stuff like that. Well, apparently not. But I'm hoping against hope that she will be retained in her job. Stan, why aren't you at work? 
I am. That's where I'm headed right now. Okay. <laughs> You're the busiest guy I know. I work every day. What kind uh, of a okay. question is that to ask now, one I know. of our callers? But he's the busiest guy I know, and he loves working, and occasionally gets voluntary overtime, and he hasn't even turned down men. No, I, I, no, 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 no. The overtime? No, I can pass on the overtime every single time. Hmm. But there was a reason other than your employment that prompted your call this morning, right. was there not? Well, the, the word you were looking for that Joe Biden said about jobs was sufficient, a sufficient job. Is that what he <laughs> used? Somebody's okay. offered a sufficient job. Now, I'm not sure who makes determination for someone what is sufficient to them, but that's what he said. Okay. Well, I that's a rather nebulous term. I mean, sufficient would well, indicate... Well, that's a term from the 40s. That go out and get yourself a sufficient job, young really? man. Really? I haven't heard oh, that. Oh, yeah, post-depression. Sufficient. Oh, he is ancient. Right. <laughs> now you're on shaky ground with me, Stanley. <laughs> well, he's older than you. Sorry. <laughs> is he older than you? No, we're the same age. Oh. No. I mean, that's... That's you know that, yeah that's a that's a pretty vague term there sufficient everybody's term is sufficient you know definition of sufficient is totally different. Well, and he's, you know, he's qualified that. that. They, and when other people have expanded on that, and of course one of the things is fear, fear of returning, that your company doesn't have all the proper safeguards in place. <laughs> a year in, and, and it still of don't have safeguards. I think that's a pile of horse puckies. Fear of getting up at 6 a.m., I think that's what it is. Fear of actually having to break a sweat for a couple of hours a day. Well, yeah. Who says they have to get up at 6, Mark? They can work a second shift job. Oh, they don't yes. have to get up till noon. Absolutely. Yeah, or third shift. What What is that start? Third shift starts yeah, at 11 starts p.m. 11. Right. Yeah. So. Well, I think yeah, what's dis- what was most disingenuous about his comments yesterday was that they don't see any correlation between the increased <laughs> federal benefits and people not being willing to accept jobs. I mean, come on. People, human nature being what it is, why would, why would I want to go to work and make less money than I can make sitting on my keister in front of the TV set? Well, that is so true. I mean, I had a hard time going back last June. You know, I was making I was making more money on unemployment for 11 weeks than I was making gross working a 40-hour week. Well, could you have said and no. it's any of no, your No, because I was I was temporarily laid off and I know how the system works. I when I was offered to, told to come back to work, I was to come back to work or I would lose benefits. That's the way the system works. At least that's the way it's supposed to work, but I have seen that the what the state legislature is trying to get some legislation to reenact that re- no wait a minute that was to search the work search requirement i guess it was now yeah i'm not sure to do something, something is waived i guess it's the work search requirement is waived but yeah. I, I still think it's in effect that you could have said well i'm afraid of the workplace or you know i'm so <laughs> so something along that line i'm afraid of the well, workplace but i still get yeah, up every morning I'm not really, guess, though. But come on. <laughs> right. Come on. <laughs> I'm afraid I'll get tired at work. Well, I mean, the thing is you can well, still practice. Even if your company doesn't do all the required things, you can. You can, right, go, unless the they're telling you, wear the mask, wash your hands, take a bottle of hand sanitizer with you. You know, what What, yeah. what more do you need? Right, unless you're wrestling with somebody at work. <laughs> well, well, you're, you're always socially distanced, correct? I mean, for the most part, it depends on what job you're doing. I know where I work. 
people are socially distanced and just about everything. Now, there's a few people who work closer than others, but we have mask requirements. Every day we walk in the door, we got to get our temperature taken and answer the five questions of where you've been, can you taste and smell, can you do this, been around somebody had COVID, traveled outside the state. And usually <laughs> it's asked to me at 3 o'clock in the afternoon after I got off at 11 the night before. So, yeah, I told, usually tell them, no, I haven't made it to Europe yet today. <laughs> but I have traveled outside the state. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's insanity, this stuff that's going on, you know. Well, but, you know, it's, it's all CYA, Stan, it's all CYA stuff, you know that. Well, I, I understand that part of it. Is that and a local I, community I group? what the companies are Cover doing your they posterior? Don't I mean, they've had people supposedly catch the COVID up there, and some people actually did get sick. Some of them just tested positive and didn't get, you know, terribly sick. So my question has always been, how trustworthy are the tests for everybody? You know what? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How many false false positives have been get it and reported as COVID cases, and the people show absolutely zero symptoms, other than yeah, they said that they were around somebody and then they tested positive. I, I don't know, so you know it is what it is, and uh, but you know things need to change. You know Texas and Florida have opened up pretty much all the way, and their cases are dropping way off hospitalizations are way down but they're the you know the governors of those two states are attacked endlessly for being irresponsible you know for their people yeah well that that's the easiest way just accuse them of being irresponsible and ignore the fact that they're doing a good job of protecting their people by letting them except for live their lives except for the dead ones yeah, well, you know, there's dead people every day. I mean, whether it's COVID <laughs> or cancer, yeah. there's dead people every day. People are going to die. That's yep. just a fact of life. Nobody gets out of this world alive. Amen. Plain and simple. So, you know, but, yeah, you, you concentrate, you demonize the people that are doing good work, and, and you let the other people that are doing bad works, like Governor Cuomo, Governor Wolf, you know, the guy in New Jersey, I never remember his name, Whitmer in Michigan, Newsom, locking their states down, and nothing's changed. They haven't gotten any better results from that. Yeah, somebody the only else. thing they've done is t- stamping, stomping people's freedoms. Somebody else is going to go on lockdown soon. I forget who Oregon? it is. Uh, yeah, Oregon or Washington, somebody up in One the of those states. Well, they, they need, they, yeah, but they don't need to lock people down in Oregon because of COVID. They need to lock them down because of the riots that they continuously have every day. Okay. You know, the Antifa, the Antifa stuff. You know, that, that's what they need to lock down. They need to get that under control. And until they do, well, then they're never going to solve their problems. Fair enough. Okay. Thank you, Stan. The grumpy young man has checked in today. <laughs> no, we haven't heard from Tom yet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stan. I appreciate that. Stan, a hard worker. Uh, and I believe it's a union shop up in Bloomsburg. 1-800-795-9565 is the line he abandons by moving on to his next event this morning, but he's still listening. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. And we're taking a break. Yep, we're going to take a quickie break. We would love you your call. We got one. E- nope, we did e- read that. Read that. We, we did, did read that email, but uh, we'll take more emails at onthemarket.com. Do not text us today, maybe tomorrow, but not today, and uh, we'll get that squared away. But uh, call us, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about the real reason for the jobless situation, the real reason that some states are enjoying an increase in COVID-19 cases, uh, the real reason that uh, some governors are still doing shutdowns, the real reason 
Susan Joe still thinks half the schools in the nation are completely shut down. And after the break, after the news break, we're going to talk about big doings in Oklahoma. All right. (laughs) Can't wait. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Something's Cooking in Oklahoma. Yes, it is. What is it? You want to know now? Well, sure. Okay. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt signed a controversial bill into law Friday that will restrict how race and gender-based content can be taught in public schools and universities. Now more than ever, he said, we need policies that bring us closer together, not rip us apart. That's what the Republican governor said Friday. I firmly believe that not one cent of taxpayer money should be used to define and divide young Oklahomans by their race and sex. Bill 1775 passed through the state's legislature with overwhelming support and prohibited the teaching that one race or sex is inherently superior to another and that an individual by virtue of his or her race or sex is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive. The legislation has proven controversial. Supporters of the bill argue it prevents racial stereotypes. Opponents believe it will smother critical discussions about racism in society today. But Stitt dismisses these concerns and argues that nothing in the legislation prevents educators from reviewing history through a critical lens. The governor said it still endorses the Oklahoma Academic Standards Curriculum, which covers topics like the Trail of Tears, the Oklahoma City lunch counter sit-ins led by Clara Looper and the Tulsa Race Massacre and the Oklahoma City bombing. To be sure, he said, we must keep teaching history in all of its complexities and encourage honest and tough conversations about our painful past. Nothing in this bill prevents or discourages those conversations. And he's absolutely correct. Nothing does. I don't get it. So what is in the legislation? What does it... You cannot teach the critical race theory. You cannot teach the 1619 project material. What? That that we are inherently racist. 1619 uses the supposition that that was the first year, I guess, that uh, slaves were brought to this continent Mm -hmm. and that that was the true founding of the United States and that the United States was founded in order to preserve slavery, that that's why we revolted against England. Well, these people have never touched a history book in their life. No, 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 That's not what the 1619 Yes, it does. Okay. You read the 1619 Project. Tell me what you found. What was your impression of it the first time you read it? Well, the first time I read it, my impression was that they were trying to distort history. That's still my impression. Uh, Where did you get that? 
Well, here, let's go back through. I have another story. You about actually this read all the essays and all the chapters. No, I read the summary of the story. Oh, summary I see. Of okay, you read a summary. Okay. I, I rest my case, folks. I think the easiest Have you way, read it? Of course. All right, tell me about it then. What? Where am I wrong? Well, it's, it's kind of hard to describe, but first of all, it's just an right. article and a series of but, essays. But, Doc, and but Kendi wrote in his book, or her book, How to Be an Anti-Racist, and this is what the 1619 is based on, the only remedy to racist discrimination is anti-racist discrimination. The only remedy to past discrimination is present discrimination. The only remedy to present discrimination is future discrimination. If we're going to discriminate, if we're going to become racists across all races, we're never going to be united as a people. All right. Yeah, yeah I think you're kind of off into Never Never Land well, there. Well, that's Kendi's book is what this was based on, in part. What is Kendi's book? The, uh, the, wait a second. Let me go back here. The rule would funnel federal fund. The proposed rule by President Biden's Department of Education would use taxpayer dollars to incorporate into America's classrooms what critics say is dangerous curriculum. The rule would funnel federal grant money to help schools teach the New York Times controversial 1619 project by controversial essayist Nicole Hannah Jones and Boston University director of the Center for Anti-Racist Research director Ibrahim Kendi's book How to Be an Anti-Racist into K through 12 school curriculum. Recipients of such grants must, quote, take into account systemic marginalization, biases, inequities, and discriminatory policy and practice in American history. Incorporate racial, ethnically, culturally, and linguistically diverse perspectives and perspectives on the experience of individuals with disabilities. Oh, well, that's pretty terrible to teach history that actually happened. <laughs> well, that's bad. All You're history right. actually happened. The question is, <laughs> oh, okay. what are we focusing on? Is it more important oh, to focus gosh. on how America was really founded, or the role disabled people played in that founding. Yeah, I would I would read the 1619 Project, and you're a fast reader, so you could do it in a day or two before you ban it. it it's not at all what you think. And I will, I'll, I'll try my but best. But that's what Oklahoma is it. trying to stop. All right, we got you. 1-800-795-9565. What's your view on this, folks? Call us after the news. This is News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. To this very day, he's the smartest guy in the room everywhere he goes, although he's slipping, so we have hope here. Uh, on the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. I'm going to take the phones off of uh, busy and we'll take calls now 1-800-795-9565 on the mark at wkok.com do not text us today we i don't have the machine working today i got to do a little training on that and when i'm done then you can start it up again well you can send us a text but i won't be able to look at it in the news the center square an independent news agency is reporting lawmakers on the uh, pennsylvania senate education committee unanimously endorsed a bill monday that gives kids a chance to repeat a grade 
After falling behind from COVID-19 disruptions, the Senate bill will give parents the option to voluntarily hold their child back once a decision that remained a purview of the district and the teacher. Jay Corman, the head of the Senate, said after hearing from parents about learning gaps their children experienced while schools switched from remote instruction in March of 2020, some students struggled with the homebound education. He added allowing special education students another year enrolled in district services would make a world of difference to them. Uh, quote, in our mission to help people, not just to live but to thrive in the community, the arc of Center County CEO Becky Cunningham says extra time on this transitional bridge would help individuals they serve, unquote. So uh, should students be allowed to skip the past grade, or not skip it, to redo it if they so choose? So you can weigh in on that if you wish on this program. 1-800-795-9565. New statewide COVID-19 case numbers are out. The state was below 2,500 over the last two days. That's a lower number. Hospitalizations below 1,800. About the same number of individuals hospitalized locally. Local number of new cases, 28 to the compilation of all of the local counties. Most of them, of course, as always, from Northumberland County with a larger number. Geisinger's head of obstetrics says it's okay for women to still get vaccinated despite concerns over changes in their monthly menstrual cycle. Dr. Manuel Aragin says there's good literature to rely on from the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists or the Society of Fetal Medicine. If they're pregnant, if they want to become pregnant, and also if they're currently breastfeeding. So those are three big categories that these two large organizations are actually saying yes it is safe to use. Dr. Aragin says he's seen some cases of his patients recently, but it doesn't think there's enough research to link changes in menstrual cycles uh, to the vaccine. More likely, though, to stress or other factors. Uh, he says infertility, miscarriages, or birth defects were not found among those individuals who had menstrual irregularities or who had accepted the vaccine. We have that interview posted on the WKOK podcast page, and he will be on an upcoming edition of WKOK Sunrise. I think Thursday is the day that we have that uh, scheduled. Penn Live is reporting that Sheets Market says they'll once again raise the hourly rate of all of their 18,000 employees by $2. May 21st, the family-owned convenience store said it will pay employees an extra one dollar per hour during the summer as well. They say this is their goal to try to make sure that they have to teach you how to use your phone. Uh, (laughs) Well, it's an alarm to remind me to do a restart of the show because you drag it down. So I figured by now, and true to form, there we go. You always mention me when my phone gets away from me. All right. Sheets is going to give uh, a higher pay rate to their good employees. 18,000 workers at Sheets. That's an amazing number. And and they're hiring, too, incidentally. And finally, you'll appreciate this. In Transylvania at Dracula's Castle, it's not a bite in the neck you have to worry about. It's a poke in the arm they want to give you. Romania is using the famous castle as a COVID vaccination center. Uh, the Dracula's pointy fangs are replaced by syringes. People can show up at the 14th century castle without an appointment to get a Pfizer shot. As an incentive, they give you a free tour of the castle's exhibit on 
Oh, creative medieval torture instruments. I think the castle belonged to Vlad the Impaler, oh, it is. who okay. was the model for him. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about Race 1619 Project. What does Wikipedia say about uh, 1619 Project? It says some very interesting things. It talks about <laughs> how historians, it said the project has sparked criticism and debate among prominent historians and political commentators. In a letter published in the New York Times in December of 2019, a uh, group of historians expressed strong reservations about the project and requested factual corrections, accusing the project of putting ideology before historical understanding in response. In September 2020, renewed controversy arose over edits that have been made to the project without accompanying editorial notes, which critics, including Brett Stevens of the Times, claimed showed the New York Times was backing away from some of the project's more controversial claims, which, as you say, is to put black people at the center of right. American yeah, history. I didn't say that on mic, but I'll say it on mic. Really, and this is Lawrence's worthless definition of this, is that it, it, the story is told as though black people are the center of the story, so you get their perspective on things, but it, it doesn't advocate for slavery or against slavery. It just tells you, as history went on, what happened to blacks who were brought to the U.S. in, well, we weren't the U.S. yet, but in 1619, right. and what happened to them since then, and how their the societies evolved, and, and how racism continued in That's the U.S. That's certainly a part of the story that should be Absolutely taught. I'm not right. arguing that with you, but it's so not the center. So why would you ban it? It's not the center. No. What Oklahoma is banning is, uh, where, where is it? I firmly believe that not one cent of taxpayer money should be used to define and divide young Oklahomans by their race or sex, he says, and that an individual by virtue of uh, one race, it's wrong to teach one race or sex is inherently superior to another, and that an individual by virtue of his or her race or sex is inherently race, and that means just naturally, racist, sexist, or oppressive. What's wrong with that? Well, That's I don't not, think we shouldn't be I, teaching I that. I'm not arguing against the Oklahoma law. I haven't read it, so I don't know fully what's in it. Your summary is very milk toast. It's hard to find out what's really about. But in any event, if well, it says it's one race... it's very simply stated. It's not losing any taxpayer money to teach critical race theory or the 1619 theory. Oh, brother. Okay. All right. Well, they're going to miss out. Uh, Mike, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in. We are enjoying an open day. We just had the CBS News. We're talking about gas prices up here around uh, six cents, uh, you know, 60 cents a gallon in the past week or so. Gas costs a dollar more a gallon than it did a year ago. Let's see. We've also talked about Liz Cheney, and we are talking about the 1619 Project being cut out of Oklahoma because we don't want the kids to know actual history. Oh, Mike, God. what's well, on your mind today? Actual history is not being taught anyway. Oh, okay. Mike, what's on your mind today? Well, there's a lot to unpack there. You know, as far <laughs> as the 1619 project's concerned, I was listening to, uh, a guy, I guess the guy's name is Larry Elter, and he had a, a man on there from the Woodson Institute. And basically, this is a, it was a black, black man to black man conversation. And basically, they both agreed that the 1619 project's full of malarkey, essentially. Okay, it's a very <clears throat> biased and misrepresentation of what happened, and they they feel that it's it's basically the wrong way to present history. So I mean, so now you know where I stand on that. But you know, really, I'm, I think is I'm that where you stand else. on it. Also, okay? that's where you stand. That's where you stand on it. Also, you agree with them? Yeah, I, I do agree with them, and and it comes down to this. Okay, now I don't know what kind of childhood you had, but uh, you know, I, I I'm going to tell you right out flat, I was a hellion. I got into all kinds of uh, mischief and trouble, and we loved to do things that was exciting. 
And I, I remember when we got our driver's licenses, you know, they, they told you when you when you lose control of a car and you're skidding in one direction, they, the they said, turn into the skid, right? Turn the wheel in the direction of the skid. Do you remember right, that? Right. Yep. Right. Well, we used to go out and practice that kind of stuff. And you know what? It works. It seems counterintuitive, but it works. And it actually saved my life one time from uh, ending up in the Susquehanna River during the height of the 72 flood. So Whoa. I was very thankful for the training I got. Good for you. Not certain what you're relating there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when it comes to history, turn into the skid. What we have going on right now in this country, and with our economy and our government, we have people running the show that never learned how to turn into the skid. They're doing the exact opposite behaviors that I believe need to be done to right the ship, okay? The ship is heading in one direction. Instead of turning into the skid, they're turning out of the skid, and <clears throat> essentially, it's going to go out of control. That's what I think. All and, right. What is know, the skid, and what is the abyss that you'll fall into if you skid out of control? Okay. So right now, we have inflation starting to take off. Okay. I, I employ a contractor. And his uh, price for the service this year is 14.5% higher than last year. And I fully understand that. Gas is up. There's tremendous pressure on labor. So his costs are up. He's got to pay his guys more. He's got to pay more for the things he uses. Price is going up. 14.5%, that's the highest raise I've had since I've employed him. And all I'm hearing is the economy's bad. Well, if the economy's bad, why is the prices that he has to pay to, to provide his service to me going up 14.5%. So I believe that our government is making uh, some bad moves by printing all this money. I believe that they're, uh, this is my deepest, most sincere belief that, that when I say people in control right away, you're going to accuse me of being a conspiracy theory. But I do believe there are people that are running in control of the government agencies and these government offices that have total control right now that. They have a vision for this country that's different than, than what I have, okay? I had a vision of, hey, go to work, get paid, do the best you can, raise your family, get them educated, and move on. We have people now that want to control everything, and I believe they, are t- they have been taking advantage of this pandemic as the perfect opportunity to uh, ram through their desire to see this country operated in a different way. And I, I think... The possibility could be that they do take total control of every facet of our lives down the road, or it could just uh, spin totally out of control, and what we saw in the streets last summer will be more pervasive in all the streets this summer. That's a good point. I, I was hoping that the Biden administration would be something of a counterpoint to the Trump administration in that it would tone down the rhetoric, you know, but govern from the center. And that's not happening at all. I mean, they're governing from the far left, and they're listening to the squad and Bernie Sanders and not not doing what the majority of the American people want. I mean, they can't admit they've got a crisis at the border. They can't admit that their uh, lavish funding of unemployment benefits is causing people not to go back to work. And then they complain about the jobs numbers that they see. Well, they're doing the wrong things. I agree with you. And they need they need to stop and be willing to self-examine what they're doing and, and be critical of what they're doing and correct it. I agree with Joe. 
You do? <laughs> <laughs> now, that's not what I was expecting to hear. No, uh, Joe, and I, and I really honestly believe that the reason that they are able to do this is because they have conditioned people to accept the idea. It, you know, they don't say you get paid for not working, but hey, it's, it's working out pretty good. And it's, it, there's a, a disincentive to actually working now when you can make more and I'm not just talking specifically about the extra 300 or whatever it is now for unemployment. I'm talking about the ability to get things from the government, which you do not have to pay for or work for. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'm going to say, and this is where you, you can hang up the phone and have people say I'm a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but I do believe, I do believe that the, the plan right now is, the back, in my mind, the backbone of this country, for better or worse, was the middle class. The people that you know went to work every day, struggled to make ends uh, meet, and did the best they could. But I do believe that this government right now is trying to get the middle class that we have now and put them in a position where they're totally dependent on government. And once that's done, when you have you know three quarters or more, 80% possibly of the, the, the population dependent on government for this assistance, you'll never lose an election. That's a good point. Boy, you are a conspiracy theorist. No, he's not. I was supposed to wait till you hung up, though, right? <laughs> but listen, you know, I saw something this morning on television I thought was a great example of the difference between the two administrations. There were Border Patrol agents along the Rio Grande, and they were helping people out of the water into the United States. During the Trump administration, they were telling those people on the other side of the river to go back. You know, now we're, we're helping them out of the river and we're letting them into the country. And during the Trump administration, we're saying, no, we're going to enforce our border security and you must go back. That's the difference and we're that's seeing that's happening here. up and down the border? Yes, that no. is. You know that for a fact? I do. You do not. I do. <laughs> you do not. I I'm do. sure it's happened well, incidentally. Plus, uh, there's pictures of it, but the, you know that's not happening. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, Mike, wrap up. So, we got Carl waiting. So, so, so basically, oh, we you, you take try Carl. to make sense of what's going on and, and what Joe just pointed out. How do you make sense of basically, I don't care what you say, Biden administration and the Democrats are encouraging and facilitating people to enter this country. You know, it's illegally, but they they use their weasel words to justify it. When if you try to sneak into this country through any airport, guess what? You're going to be apprehended and and, and not allowed in. All right. We got to move on. How do you make sense of this? All right. Thank you so much. Good question. We've got two calls coming in and one on the line. Yeah. Mike is a conspiracy theorist. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, (laughs) there's the other guy's way. And then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Subway Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at SunburyMotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years.
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We are enjoying an open day. The topic of your selection, 1-800-795-9565. Joe is finally going to read some of the essays of the 1619 Project so he knows of what he speaks, so that'll be good. Actually, you could listen to the podcast. That exists, too. And uh, we would love to hear from you on that topic. But in the meantime, we have talked about uh, conspiracy theory that the government's being taken over by Democrats who wish to be socialist or and or communist, so that's been talked about bad government. I don't, I don't think you got. Washington. I don't think you got Mike's exact context. What would there. you say? Summarize what he said. I think what he what he was inferring is that the government today wants us to be increasingly. The philosophy is to make us increasingly dependent on government so that we are more pliable. Well, I don't know if that was the conspiracy theory, but that's going to be the net result. I guarantee you that. Carl, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Probably on the line for ten minutes, just waiting to get through. So thank you. You're on the mark. Yes, thank you for taking my call. Uh, the reason I'm calling this morning, there is going to be an organizational meeting of concerned parents tonight in Mifflinburg to discuss the curriculum at the uh, high school, middle school, and elementary school based around the critical race theory. And this meeting is going to be at 7 o'clock at Willowstone Farm. It's 100 Cedar Run Lane, Willowstone Farm. You can look it up on Facebook. And uh, I'd just like to invite uh, parents from not just Mifflinburg, but any school district that is uh, coming up against this uh, curriculum that they're planning to uh, teach our children. Is Mifflinburg uh, planning to teach that? Yes, yes, they are. We, uh, the parents got a letter uh, from uh, Mr. Lixell the uh, superintendent basically outlining and that's what started this uh, whole thing okay. and so we're going to have some people come in and uh, I honestly don't know enough about this that's one of the reasons I'm going to go to the meeting just to learn what this critical race theory curriculum is all about and then uh, we all can make up our minds and then approach it from you know whatever standpoint we want to approach it mm-hmm. but it's a it's an educational meeting uh so that, you know, the parents and the grandparents, that uh, we can learn what uh, they're uh, going to be wanting to teach our children. Does this contain both people for and against the proposition? Yes, it's open to anybody that's just wanting to, it's just informational. We're not going to be beating anybody over the head for uh, what side of the fence they're on. Uh, it's just to get information so we can be uh, more advised to what this curriculum is all about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, knowledge is power. I'm sure the district will appreciate parents getting involved and so that they can... I must heard. admit I'm surprised that Mifflinburg would be taking this on, but... Uh, you don't have yeah, any well, idea so what's going on there, Joe. I'm listening to yeah. someone who does. <laughs> right. He yeah, says they're... So, so are we. Uh, you know, from the little bit I've had Lower. time to read, uh, it's not something I want my grandchildren uh, being taught. And... Uh, Hopefully, we can get some good information tonight. Again, if I can give the time and address. Which part? Uh, that's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Which part it's, of critical race theory most would uh, damage your grandchildren? Well, I think the, the one thing that I was reading is, uh, and on this curriculum, it's telling them that they do, nobody has the right to tell them what gender they are, that they need to make that decision later in life. And I'll be honest, that just blows me away. Uh, you know, called me old-fashioned or what, but, you know, a boy's a boy and a girl's a girl as far as I'm concerned, and to ha- telling telling elementary school children 
that you know they shouldn't be identifying as anything yet and because they haven't had time to figure it out and uh that one just kind of tripped me but uh meeting again is at seven o'clock tonight at 100 cedar run lane it's willow stone farm you can look it up on facebook and uh again open invitation to people from any school districts that are running up against this that just want to come out and get some information Okay. All right. We got you. Thank you so much, Carl. Thanks. Let us know how it goes. Thanks for calling in. Oh, I think I cut off his last word. Sorry about that. Bob, you are next up. Go ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah. Good morning. There's some really crazy theories going out there today. But uh, just want to remind everybody, you know, our government ain't trying to control us. We're in the middle of a national emergency. We got COVID-19. We got unemployed people. We got people looking for free food. You know, who is our government? We're our government. We make our government. Oh, okay. We don't. We don't have to go and say, you know, the left is doing this, the right's doing that. They're trying to help people right now. And the thing we should be thinking about right now is what's Russia doing? Cutting down our pipeline. You know, our gasoline prices might go up to six dollars real quickly. Yeah, but Joe Biden's Joe Biden's denying that. Bob, Joe Biden's denying that. You know, they all said Donald Trump was Putin's puppet. Now it looks like Biden's Putin's puppet. I think Donald Trump gave him our secrets. Oh, you do? To tell you the truth, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. I think uh, Trump released a lot of information. Mm -hmm. Why isn't Biden then willing to admit that this is the problem? I haven't heard him say that. He's he's calling Russia. No, he didn't. He's 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 denying that this is is a Russian attack. Yes, he is. He's denying that he this is, is Russian-inspired. Russia about this ransomware or whatever it's called. He's going to give them and a phone Mark, call, huh? Mark, I want to let you know, Ford's coming out with their first electric Ford F-150. Uh, fully electric? Yep. Hmm. Mine's. I, I didn't even buy the hybrid. I, I'm buying a new, uh, the latest. They're coming out with a new electric truck. They're just going to release it. The latest one I ordered is gasoline. All right. Thank you so much, Bob. You thank you for calling in. Like people need to wake up and you know see what's really going on. Don't, don't make up lies. All right. We got you. <laughs> That's the way yeah, would politics be without making this, up lies. I'm looking for a simple definition of um, of this. And critical race theory is defined by two common themes. First, that white supremacy exists and maintains power through the law, which is saying that basically all of our laws are designed to keep people of color down. Well, that uh, makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, that yeah, is right. true. That's that is perfect. very true, no, That's Joe. perfect oh, sense, right. That's happening. Okay. What and, else? Well, I, I lost my page. I have to go back and find it. All right, here. you find that while Dan talks <laughs> I on got the it. radio. I got it. And second, that transforming the relationship between law and racial power and also achieving racial emancipation and anti-subordination more broadly are possible. Critics of the theory argue that it relies on social constructionism, elevates storytelling over evidence and reason, rejects the concepts of truth and merit, and opposes liberalism. So there. All right. Uh, President Biden says so far there's no evidence that Russia is involved in the colonial pipeline cyber attack, though there is evidence that the hackers Russian ransomware is in Russia. So they do have some responsibility to deal with this, says President Biden. All right. So that clarifies that. Uh, Dan, thank you for waiting through those remarks. You are on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, great program. I'll go back to Mike. He 
he's it's not a conspiracy theory what mike was talking about and people like me if you remember back before the election we were hollering we were saying biden we're gonna go far left we weren't taken back by what biden done we hated equally but we weren't surprised because we knew that's what was going to happen under Biden. We warned you people what was going on, and it's not a conspiracy theory. And I could take it a lot further than Mike, but I know right now we banned one book on your program, so I won't bring it up. When you ban truth, you're heading for trouble. But what's happening is they want globalism. We're heading towards globalism is what the Democratic Party wants. They believe America doesn't deserve. We, the commoners, don't deserve the benefits we have, that the life we can live. We don't deserve it, and they want to take it from us. That's what's going on, believe it or not. You call me a conspiracy theorist all you want, but truth is truth. And, and that's why President Trump is still hated. They, in the media, every night I watch the fake news media just to keep up with what they're saying. They cannot let Trump go. They can't talk about Biden because mm. they know what he's up to, their mm -hmm. agenda. But President Trump, they can still hate, 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 because he was taking us out of this globalist agenda. That's why they hate him. Hmm. And that's why the left's move, moving the ball in their direction. It's no conspiracy. If you can't see it happening, uh, I don't know what to tell you. You need to open that book, that banned book, and start well, studying actually, it. <laughs> That's what you need to do. If you can't see this, well, th God help you. Dan, I think you're you're absolutely right. Uh, the book is banned, but actually every book is banned. You are not allowed to open up any of your favorite books, whether it's an edition of Popular Mechanics or the 1619 Project or the Bible or How to Build a Car in Your Backyard. You're not allowed to call our show and read a book out loud into the microphone. So every uh, book is banned on this show, just so you know. Yeah, no, it's an opinion show. Only one show. book's banned, and uh, you know... I'm not going to belabor the point. You know it. I know it. Joe knows it. Your biblical-oriented people listen to this program know exactly what they talk about out across radio land. I'm getting a big, hearty amen, Dan. You're right. But <laughs> I didn't even bring up the Bible. I didn't quote one thing. But that doesn't change the fact that our land's being run over by leftists. Leftists, can, they're the real conspiracy theorists. They're out there going to want to change just the, this representative republic, and, republic into a, some kind of a socialist experiment. Communist. And, 
communist. Well, it, could, it could lead to, it will lead to that at some point in time, but right Not now initially. they just want to get us into depending on the government, as was stated before. Now they what? want people <laughs> like coming up younger people that don't realize there's nothing free. Now, just because we're paying people not to work and that we've come up with a complex system, an elaborate unemployment system, so that people have a perfectly good excuse not to go back to work because all they have to do is say that they're afraid to go back to work because of a pandemic. That's not encouraging people not to work. <laughs> you can believe <laughs> I almost broke out. Thank you. <laughs> I know I'm trying to be sarcastic you that, but oh, You know, it, yeah, you know, I didn't feel like going to work every day either, but Amen. if I was half sick, I still went because I needed to bring home the bacon. Amen, Dan. And there's many times, you know, I once had to take a job that paid a little less money, but I took it rather than keep drawing on employment and depending on welfare. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we all had them ups and downs in our life, but we didn't depend on the government to bail us out. We depended on our that what we paid into employment compensation. All right, all right we got we you, Dan. We depended on that, but we didn't depend on welfare, and there was no intention of staying on it for indefinitely, but... This is what our President Biden is encouraging, laziness, depend on your government. Hey, your government will take good care of you. You know, they love you. They're out for your benefit. They want to help you. So that's what we're seeing, government control. All right, we got to stop you. Right, right, Dan, that's that's it for today. Thank you, sir. You've been at seven minutes plus. <laughs> hey, thank you, guys. All right, take care. Have a good take, one. Take care, and we'll talk to you again. All, All right. right, thank you so thank much. 1-800. Yep, yep, appreciate that. 1-800-795-9565, the conspiracy theory that involves, I'm assuming, a channeled through the Democrats is going to take over the country. Well, you know, and I think if if you have our labor participation rate now is like 60%, if you have 40% of the available population that isn't going to work, it's bound to cause a major difference in the U.S. in the years ahead. You know, it's, uh, it is going to have a lasting effect. What do we want to incentivize? Do we want to incentivize good, honest work, or do we want to incentivize sloth and laziness and sitting at home well, watching television? Uh, well, definitely you don't want to incentivize that, but at the same time, like, let's suppose you're Joe McGranahan, you're head of household, you tell your lovely bride, you're going to, you know, she's going to uh, continue to work at, at wherever she works, but you say, look, I got laid off from Lawrence's Broadcasting Company, but um, I'm the, supposed to be the chief breadwinner winner here. I can either make $600 a week staying home or $400 a week working. What should I do, honey? Now, remember, I'm supposed to be the breadwinner. Well, I think sloth is a factor in that decision, but I, I really think that a lot of people, because of this cockamamie okay. unemployment system, are saying, well, I'll stay home. My job here's is to we, be a breadwinner. You want to know what we should do? You know what we should do? What's that? We should say to people, okay, you take a job. 
you get whatever job you can, and if it is less than what you were making before, the government will, instead of you sending you $300 a week for doing nothing, will compensate you oh. up to the level that you had before plus 10% instead of for, for like six months or eight months or whatever you want to say. I like that So idea. that we incentivize people to go back to work, take a job, become productive members of society, and I think we're paying them less that way than we are just shoveling money at them to sit at home and do nothing. I like that because that way we could fill up a lot of these lower-paying jobs that are really service provider jobs that are lower stress and have defined and then hours phase and it out over are a period easier of time. to do. In other words, if we pay them 10 percent for the first six months and then maybe you cut it down to five percent for the next six months after that they're back in the labor force presumably they've developed some skills with the new job they've taken and they either can move on to something better or find another job in another line of work right. but instead we're incentivizing people to sit on their couch and stare at the tube <laughs> or to do what they think is actually best for their family either way all right 1-800-795-9565 uh, joe has a comprehensive cockamamie uh, compensation waiver system that would compensate individuals to take a lesser paying, perhaps service-related jobs, because that's where a ton of these openings are, or at a factory, provided that the government, this is a new government dependency program that Joe's coming up with, to make us less dependent, he'll be giving you money. But I'm cutting one of them out. I'm cutting out the one where we just shovel money at you to sit at home. All right, 1-800-795-9565. What do you think about Joe's cockamamie compensation system? That's what we're going to call it. 1-800-795-9565. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. We have talked about a wide range of topics. Conspiracy theorists have had an open mic to talk about the fact that the Democrats are interested in weakening the U.S. so that individuals are more dependent on government, which I think is a logical outcome of uh, being more dependent on government and some of the things that we're doing right now. So that I think we can uh, impair show as possible, but what's your view? 1-800-795-9565, the telephone number, and you can email us at onthemarket.kok.com. One of our listeners sends us a note, says, will you please bring this show back to the planet Earth? For your information, Joe Biden won the election. Biden is doing what the majority of people no, want. Biden is doing what the majority of people, of people want. It's in capital letters. <laughs> Thank you. There is no conspiracy. If there is a deep state, it's guys like Joe, Stan, Mike, and Dan, and the other crazies. Oh, so says <laughs> Mr. Rational Tom. <laughs> Look up crazy in the dictionary. There's Tom's picture. Well, I don't know if it's quite that bad, but uh, I think we got a... How about we don't have any crazy around here? No. We have differences of opinion, and that that should be something we embrace in this country, not criticize and demean. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Bob, you get another 60 seconds. Go right ahead. Yeah, as far as unemployment goes, if you do go back to work, you can still collect partial unemployment and get the extra stimulus checks. And I actually sent in my official election ballot yesterday to Northumberland County. I did vote. I'm proud to <laughs> vote. For you. I don't yeah. have to go out and worry about anybody else that's out there spreading this disease around. And election officials are, you know, they're trying to change it, make it 
really hard for people to vote now. What? It's they're, easier yeah, they're than they're changing the voting laws. Are like they're going. Republicans are creating a new slate of punishments for county officials who run elections, arguing they overstepped their authority. Blah blah blah. Republican uh, campaign to roll back access to the ballot, and this is Georgia, Florida, Texas, etc. They're they're just trying to uh, shorten the hours at uh, polling places, narrowing early voting period imposing new restrictions on mail-in and absenteeism hours. So this is what's going on. The Republicans are nationally. scared. Right, nationally. Really scared. All right, we got you. All right, We're thank you so much. Afraid, and I'm glad. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye. All right, it's easier to beat him. All right, we got a call coming in. I hope we read that email yes, already. 1-800-795-9565. Let me tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do. Do as I've done. Start at sunburymotors.com, then call Kyle and say, hey, I found an antimatter blue 2021 Ford F-150 on the lot that's got a six-and-a-half-foot bed, the EcoBoost motor with a 2.7-liter engine, which is a V6, got the start-stop technology, so if you wish it to, it will stop at the intersection, so you save a gallon of gas every tank full thanks to that has all these lights spotlights around it and they're built right into the truck the led side mirror spotlights plus the ones on the tailgate and the ones on the upper deck of the cab and the ones in the front so that no matter what when you're working outside your truck you can turn the led lights on you can leave them on for hours they won't run the battery down and you'll be able to see what you're doing whether you're camping or still trying to finish up at night at a work site or whether you lost uh, a uh, piece of jewelry outside. You can t- use the lights for whatever you want. But, of course, the box is lit with LED lighting as well. has the integrated trailer brake controller, so if you hook up the trailer, no matter what, it'll be able to brake the trailer appropriately. And it also has the uh, backup tow technology package, so you can go backwards smoothly with the trailer, and it knows exactly how to do that. And, of course, it's got the little drone that flies overhead, so you can see all four sides of the truck at all times, so you can see if there's anybody there before you move or change lanes or do whatever you want. So do what I've done. Order another Ford F-150. Joe just shakes his head every time I say this. But we did order another Ford F-150 and it'll be here maybe the end of June and it'll be an opportunity for somebody to get a brand new truck uh, as per my specifications. Okay. <laughs> Why don't they just order their own truck, you're thinking? All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. i got to take a quickie break. Frank, stand by. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. We'll probably have time for, uh, well, maybe not. Uh, anyway, let's get to the phones. Frank, go right ahead. Thanks for waiting. you got at least three minutes. Go ahead. 
Okay. Um, could you just read that email back again of the guy who said uh, the majority has spoken in the last election, uh, um, and he made references to some of your I think it's uh, this commenters. Could you just pull that up and yeah, read that again? Yeah, it's here. Wait a second. Uh, let me open it. Okay. Just double-click on it, Joe. Here, will you please bring this show back to planet Earth? For information, Biden won the election. Biden is doing what the majority of the people want. There is no conspiracy. If there is a deep state, it's guys like Joe, Stan, Mike, Dan, and the other crazies. Signed, Tom. Who's also crazy, but that's another topic. All right. Well, I wouldn't go so far as to call them crazy. Um, but it's the reason I don't tune in anymore. Um, and I literally know that it's a very staunch Republican arena that, uh, but there's not a balance. Uh, markets criticize heavily for trying to bring balance. Uh, there is no deep state. Um, and there's been so much propaganda. Uh, I've shut off the news completely, and I'm happier, and including not listening to what the reference was in that message that was the email. But uh, I found uh, a lot more peace. As an independent voter, uh, these battles are going to continue to go on between the parties. Uh, there will not be balance. Uh, and in reference to reading books, <clears throat> I learned something today, uh, listening that you can't read. I never heard the quote of whatever Dan was reading, but you know, I didn't. I was not aware of that. But I hear a lot of scripture being quoted, and uh, I don't, I'm never offended hearing scripture. But as a conservative individual who has is an independent, uh, I just find it hard to listen to the battering rams going back and forth. And uh, there's these signs that are posted out there. It's called "Be Kind." And I've noticed them. <laughs> and as we come out of the, wow. the pandemic and things are getting back to normal, uh, just keep that in the back of your mind and shut Fox off, shut CNN off, and live. All right. Take care, guys. Hey, thank uh, you so be, much for before the call. You, well, I, I guess if you're going to go, go. go. But I, I think that the one thing I would say to you is that where we come in and what makes this country great is the interchange of ideas. And uh, sometimes right. that's done with passion and sometimes that's done with logic. But anytime it's done, it's worth doing. And that's what this program is designed to do. We're only balanced because people on one side are out of balance because people on one side don't call in as often as people on the other side. But there's absolutely nothing that prevents anybody on any topic from calling in this program. Right. We don't want people reading reading the Bible directly, and we don't want people reading, Anything. you know, or zealotry. We, we kind of banned that because some people were offended by the fact that folks were calling in saying, well, if you don't believe what I believe, you're going to hell. So we're <laughs> there we're trying to be polite to people whose religious beliefs, but political beliefs, we're willing to debate all the time. All right, now we got to yeah. get another caller going, but thank right, you so much care. for thanks, calling. Frank. Frank. I thanks. hope you change your mind and keep listening yeah, and calling in. Um, I'm planting flowers. All right. Go. Well. <laughs> Good for you, Right, Thanks, thank Frank. You. All right, Al, you're going to help us wrap up the show today. Thanks for calling in. Welcome. 1619 is uh, posed with a book called 1620, and he was on Mark Levin. And at 1619, some pirates stole some slaves that were heading somewhere else, took them to Jamestown, and traded the slaves for their supplies. And the slaves were indentured at that point. They weren't slaves. They took them as they took them as payment, and they indentured them. And all those uh, indentured people were eventually set free. But that's the beginning of 1619. Wow! But you say it happened in 1620. No, there's a book opposing it in 
that's called 1620 that oh. was the guest on the Levin show. The rest of the story. The rest of the story, I see. All right, we got yeah, you, Al. Well, thank he you. He opposed it. He opposed it and totally debunked the whole thing. Uh, it, it's, you know, it, it was based on something that happened, but they just totally twisted it around. What well, did you? And like I said, all those people were indentured and eventually set free. Well, you can't debunk the 1619 project. It's history written for, with blacks in the center of the story. You can't debunk it. Well, I mean, but also in the 1619, blacks did all the social justice that has taken place so far all by themselves. I mean, it, it is not accurate history. They just are taking pieces of history and putting their own spin on it. And you read it and you say, oh my gosh, this is inaccurate. Well, I think you, as I said to Mark off mic, I didn't say this on mic, but uh, Nat Turner, uh, who was a famous black figure in the 1830s, I guess he led a slave revolt, you know, and he wound up killing a lot of uh, the slaveholders. You can portray him as a hero or you can portray him as a villain. How we teach history, I think, is more important than ever right now, that we balance it, we give it perspective. We don't make him a hero, we don't make him a villain, we tell his story and let people draw their own conclusions. Al, have you read 1619? Well, in, in South Africa, the slaves are rebelling and killing the white people and taking the branches back. Al, have you read any of the 1619 Project? Uh, just a little bit of it. Just a little bit, okay. Well, there's a lot to it. All right, thank you so much, Al. Thanks for calling in. We love your opinions, and we love everybody's opinions. We're in love with people's opinions. <laughs> yes, we are, and we're going to do more of them tomorrow. Even if they lack logic but include passion. I mean, that's Joe's whole premise for being here, right? I'm just kidding. All right, we love everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow on On the Mark. This is WKOK Sunbury.